Hey, what up, guys? It's Julia Vance Bleeker, and who we got in the building today? Babyface James. Oh, that's what's up, what's up. Where are you coming from? I'm from the UK all day, residing in Brooklyn, New York. Well, then I guess you're from Brooklyn now, so... I mean, I it. guess. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to be the one that agrees to that. I'll let, I'll let the Brooklyn locals and the Brooklyn <laughs> give me that title. I'm not going to start saying I'm from Brooklyn. You should. just. You got to get a Brooklyn accent too, by the way. Oh, well. Just the UK accent. Well, everyone does the UK accent to me thinking that they're sick at it. <laughs> thinking that they're mad good. So, I mean, well, you included even before we started to today. I was listen. Don't get me started. Dropping UK bars. Trust me, I will yes. go in with the lingo. Okay, okay. A we'll little bit. Some, I'll tell you what we'll do as well while we're on this. I'm going to give you some British slang. You've got to tell me what you think it means. Okay. Yeah? All, All right, right bet. Us. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, it. cool. All right, so you're actually an accomplished rapper and obviously a model as well. So how did yeah. that end up happening? Um, the modeling thing was kind of an accident. Um, I was doing music in the UK. Mm. Um, and I was in between like where I was living and stuff. So I was kind of, well... That's homelessness in it. Like right. I was just like on the streets for a minute. <clears throat> and I'd opened for uh, French Montana and Ashanti right. at the O2. And the locks as well. Jada oh, Kiss wow. and Styles P and Sheikla as well. That was amazing as well. That was crazy. And I was just sort of in between things that I was sort of doing and trying to find mm. somewhere to live in that. And then a guy came up to me and was like, I was coming out of Top Man in London. And he came up to me and he's like, oh, are you a model? And I was like, nah. He's like, <laughs> do you want to be? I was like, nah. And he's like, money's good. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know them ones there? I was like, all yeah, right, cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, he kind of put me in a taxi and then I went to the office um, in London. So you trusted this guy. You got in his, like, you got in a taxi with this guy. I mean, I didn't really have anything to lose at that point. You understand okay. what I'm saying? I was going to get, keep my friend's house keys. He worked in Top Man. Okay. And have a shower at his, at his crib and, right. and charge my phone and that quickly before his girlfriend got home. Because, mm. like, she didn't really like me in it. Damn, so, I'm Yeah, sorry. well, like, like, firm, like, run for it on his couch. He was my, he was my boy from day, innit? So he right. was cool. Um, but like, you know, girlfriend didn't want this like random homeless kid in her house all the time. Right. She's like, go take a shower, have a little sleep in that and come back and give my mm. keys before the end of work. I was like, cool. So I was coming out and then this guy was like, do you want to be a model? I was like, yeah, like, let's do it. Like run me through the details and that. And then I went to his office. I explained my sort of situation to him. And he's like, right, sort yourself out, come back and we'll sign you. Damn. And then I was like kind of toying with the idea about whether to go back or not. And then people were like, well, look, if you're doing music, this is going to help you build your platform. Mm. This is, it's not going to do any, it's not going to do any damage to your platform, put it like that. So I was just like, all right, cool. So yeah, that kind of patterned itself and I started getting press and, and you know, notoriety and I walked in fashion shows in Paris and Milan and all that kind of stuff. And that's like, you know, like fashion and music kind mm. of goes hand in hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of felt like a natural and an organic kind of move for me to kind of do both things. Right, right. So, and, it, and I enjoy both things as well. I, I enjoy them both equally. Definitely. Um, so yeah, it, was, it felt like a natural thing to do, definitely. Definitely. So no. before we get like heavy into your rap career, mm. I want to talk about, are you still signed with Ford Models? Yeah, I'm signed to Ford here in New York. So um, how did that actually end up happening? That happened because I was out here in 2017 mm. and I met a person that knew a person that was friends with a person. And then I had a meeting at Ford the day before I flew home. Damn, you're like a lucky ass guy, bro. Like, well, I mean, yeah, kind you of. You just keep walking into luck. When like, you're this, when you're this good, no, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, you are. Nah, right. but like when, nah, it was just again, it was like a, 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 it was just like a series of events, like a domino effect. Just I met the right person at the right time, who could get in contact with his friend, mm. who was like, yeah, cool. The guy owes me a favor, so like, boom. And then went to the office, and then 
I was like, look, I fly back to England tomorrow. So like, just give me an answer. Like, whether or not you f- with me, and we'll run it if we do. If you do, and they were like, hundred percent. We'll send yeah. you the contracts. Wow. And I was like, sick. And then they were like, with like a work visa type thing as well. They were like, I was like, look, <clears throat> I've not got any money. So mm. can you help me get my visa so I can come out here? They were like, yeah, hundred percent. Damn, your so luck they, is yeah, crazy. Yeah, they they just patented it, and they're good people. They're good people to be involved with, hundred percent, and they work hard as well. So, and they're wow. very supportive of all my music stuff as well. Yeah, I was and that was the way, that was the main reason they signed me is because they were they were like, we'll we'll sign you as talent, and you know it's easy work. Like if you come out here and kill right. it, then it's easy work for us. Do you know what I mean, makes our life easy. Right, so. and they're a top agency in the world, so it's like wow, you ended up with them. That's really good. Mm. So. You know, you've always been into music all your life. Uh, your dad was was uh, a musician. Yeah, so <clears throat> I started playing the drums when I was like five, and then my my stepdad's in a blues band, and he's been like he's like my my dad in it. Like, okay, he's been on scene since day one. So he was in a Blues Brothers tribute band. Wow, they're sick, you know. <laughs> they're sick, you know. They could kick the cat. Oh wow, which is a bit like if you're a vegan, probably you know. <laughs> Just stay clear in it, like. But nah, they're they're cool. Kick the cat, and they do all the classics like Shake Your Tail Feather. Oh wow! And other ones there, Sweet um, Sweet Home Chicago, mm. or the ones from the Blues Brothers songs. My stepdad is like a real quiet, like meek and mild guy. And mm. He puts on the outfit and he transforms. <laughs> no other ones there. He transforms into a showman. He does a cartwheel and that, and he's kind of old now, isn't it? So it stresses my mum out when he does a cartwheel. She's like, "Oh, he's up in the hospital." <laughs> You know the ones that speak. on stage? Yeah, yeah. Like does a, he does a, like a somersault? It does some weird cartwheel thing. Please show us a video afterwards, please. I try and pull something up. Yeah, it stresses my mum out. And I, she, I was like, "Oh, did you go to watch the gig?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Why did you do the cartwheel?" She's like, "Oh, it stresses me out. He's not young enough to be doing that nonsense no more." Oh my god! But yeah, so he he was a big influence in my life. Like I mm. grew up listening to like Aretha Franklin, BB mm. King, John Lee Hooker, Van Morrison, um, you know Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, all those kind of guys. Mm. Um, so naturally I was, I was, I was just, yeah, influenced by that definitely, but we couldn't afford musical instruments. Mm. We weren't, I wasn't from like a, well, you know, I wasn't, we didn't have the money to, to buy instruments. Right. And obviously I, you know, drums is what I landed on the most expensive right. and the biggest. <laughs> so I said, you and can't take one of them too. to a picnic. Right. So I mean, you start, start drumming all. <laughs> so that was kind of stressful. But then, you know, I tried my hand at like guitar, mm. hurt my fingers, gave that up. Um, but yeah, that music was always there from, from that age. And in that kind of, um, that kind of influence and that kind of was where I found comfort and, and happiness in music. Definitely. Oh, awesome. Mm. So you being in the army, that's obviously a big part of your life. You were yeah. discharged medically. Uh, yeah. For being in the army, and then you ended up doing the whole rapping. Did you think by you leaving? Because you, I, I remember I read somewhere where you were really proud of your army career. You were really happy with mm. it. Did you think when you left the army that you would just end up rapping? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, quite honestly, I was always. Here's the thing as well. Like when I was in Afghanistan, like I, I joined the army at fifteen and a half. Mm. I left school early. That was yeah, yeah. Is that a thing? It, yeah, yeah. Like That's 15, legal? fifteen and seven months. Wow. You start your application, it's all like you're good to go. Like you and then you get you join in instructions and you go. Wow. Yeah. I was like the youngest, youngest person with a military number at one point. Wow. Sick, trust me. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god. But um so yeah, that was like again like a very yeah, that was a huge part of my life and it tells a huge part of my story as mm. well. Because I'm I'm young still, do you know what I mean? And it was seven years of my life that I mm. kind of dedicated to being in that field. And uh, to be honest with you, I think that it was very much a case of 
that's what it was either going to be that or music mm. there was no in between so wait why did you go to the army in the first place I and not just it was stay, an easy like, option oh. it was an easy option i was fit i was keen mm. i was you know young and hungry enough to go and get something mm. and i excelled like i was good right you know i'm saying so it was like but like you said i got injured i got right. a cold injury on my feet there was it um hypothermia well there's like different stages you've got like hypothermia and then you've got non-freezing cold injury then you got frost nip and then frost bite i was somewhere between an nfci and frost nip like it was bad wow like my feet swelled up and went purple like wow. they were like and then they went like a funny color and then like one day i was just on the ranges and then i got a phone call from occupational health and they were like you got an appointment tomorrow at 11 just popped down and i was like cool so i went down to the appointment they're like yeah you discharged you got two months find another job wow i was like cool are you serious and how, well, how old were you when all of this happened? I uh, must have been what? This was in 2013. Damn. So yeah, a couple of years ago. And then it's just been like firming it and running around. I'm assuming your feet still work. Uh, they, I can't feel nothing in my toes. Are you serious? Yeah, I can't feel my toes. Damn, I was making a poor joke there. Well, unless, unless you know, unless my girlfriend tickles my feet, <laughs> which she has been known to do when I'm sleeping, which is not good. <laughs> yeah, stresses me. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. Stress in the head. <laughs> but the army was sick man I, I love the army I still speak to all of my army boys now speaking to one of them today I mm. actually said I'd call him back and I didn't damn yeah that's horrible yeah, I hope you call him back later yeah but it's it's a British thing you know we'll say oh I'll call you back in 10 minutes means like, I'm checked nah, out I'm I think checked out of this conversation too. I'm checked out of this conversation <laughs> I'm so done with it but I still talk to all my boys my, one of my other friends came out and see me for new year mm. you know my okay, friend man. Woody he's like my, my one of my close friends he certainly tested my friendships and relationships here in New York because he's a bit mental. He's a bit, of a, he's a bit of a hand grenade. You know ones there? Oh, no. Like I had to basically, I, I warned everyone. I was like, I'm a bit coming out and I was like, right, listen to me, yeah. You need a, you need a, little, a little briefing before he gets here. Like he's mad. Oh my everyone God. was like, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I was like, all right, cool. And then he left. Everyone was like, he's nuts. Like he's mad. I was like, yeah, he's, I told you. <laughs> You didn't, you didn't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of mad, you, you're mad good at freestyling. So thank you very much. So, like a lot of the stuff that you dropped over the last couple of years have been nothing but freestyles, but mm. you only have three singles out. Yeah, so I've got three singles out, um, and there's been a reason for that as well. Like in the last couple of years, I think I've seen—I don't know how to explain it really. There's not a lot of hip hop left in hip hop at the moment. No, you're right. With like bar, like bars wise, especially. Mm like content of your bars and like the derivations of words, how words work, how they fit together, how you can do it cleverly. Mm -hmm. uh, fascinates me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty heavily dyslexic as well. Are you really? Because yeah. it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I'm heavily dyslexic. So wait, do you write anything down or is everything a freestyle for you? Yeah, I write stuff down. But like, I spoke to someone as well who was like an English major. Mm. And they was, I was like, like I see words differently. Mm. So I don't see it as the word as the word is spelled out, I see it in separate stages. I see it in like two, in like two or three different way, like parts. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So I don't, like I can't spell the word because without using big elephants can always understand small elephants. Wow. Like if I was to write because without that in my head, I wouldn't be able to do it. Damn. So like the way I see words is not how people conventionally see words. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So I see different, I see, I see word plays and I see breaking down words in mm. different ways. So that, that has always fascinated me. And 
you know, I, it's just, yeah, it's, it's exciting. And mm. for me as well, like I can do, like I've got stuff that's unreleased, it's very melodic and it's very mm. current and it's all that kind of stuff. But I've always wanted to be able to put, put out stuff that says to the world, I can do both. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I can tell a story, like right. in Confessions of a Soldier, I can right. spit bars of a freestyle where you have to pay attention to the words and understand the wordplay. Mm. And I can also spit something that's like, you know, a bit more simple, but like in perspectives where it's like, just clever rhymes mm. rather than rather than just singing a song for everyone to vibe to in a club right, right. I can do it all I'm saying so yeah. that's something that I've always wanted to put out first so like it's it's more of a kind of like an authentic thing right and sometimes it's like an authentic thing and also as well I'm in someone else's backyard I'm in right. the backyard of where hip-hop came from and I'm not from here but you're doing your thing though that's the, the yeah part. absolutely but like it's I don't make life easy for myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, they definitely don't make life easy for myself. Like, I, I, um, I think that, I mean, I certainly don't know one other artist that's come from the UK. Mm. I hadn't released any music, mm. like not one song. I, mm. I didn't know anyone here. And in less than a year and a half, I've got to where I'm at now. That's a good thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've, got, I've got a couple of hundred thousand streams on my songs. Mm. I've been I've been doing shows. I performed in clubs here. Mm. I performed in Tokyo. Mm. I've got a good management team with a good reputation among the rest of the people in the industry. I've got people that believe in what I'm doing and I'm going to rest until it's done. And I don't know anyone that... There's people that are from certain areas in the world. London, you could be from LA, Brooklyn, London, you know, Manchester, whatever, Madrid. Mm. And you could be doing this for 10 years and not get half as far as I've got. That's true. So there's obviously something there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But... Again, it's about paying homage to where it's all come from. I'm not mm. going to come into this place and be like, oh, this is how we do it. This is how I do it. Like, it's about working with people together and doing it, doing it the right way. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it, it's, yeah, I have to, I, not tread carefully, but tread respectfully. Okay, I like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, tread respectfully. Definitely. Because you're in someone else's place of, this is like New York City, you know, it's where hip hop is from. Like, right. it's where it's like, Legends are born. <laughs> exactly. No one's well, there. So yeah, definitely. you're making yourself into one. So let's get. And actually, you you mentioned Confessions of a Soldier. Let's mm. get into that song because that's actually your most popular song. So obviously, it's your experience a little bit with the uh, army, and then it looks like some relationship issues in the first verse. That's what it's supposed to sound yeah. like. Okay, because that relationship like, that that Confessions of a Soldier word for word is a true story. Okay, three friends in one week suicide. Damn. Yeah, me being suicidal. Mm. All of that stuff. The first verse is me breaking up with the army. Oh, okay. I thought it was with a girl. I was yeah, like, and that's what it's supposed to. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, got it. I, yeah. I was listening. Right I into my like trap. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, it's you a, wasn't paying attention. Again, yeah. You have to go and listen to it again now. Nah, now nah, I will. It's a, yeah, it's a, because it was a relationship. It was, mm. it was my family. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. So it was like, um, again, it's like it starts off as you told me not to worry. Like, right. They tell you on day one, like, this is your family now, mm. you know? And like, you cause all this pain and all this suffering. I went to war for you. Uh, and now you're just going to kick me to the curb like I'm nothing to you. Right. And like, no matter what I do, you know, I'll always remember. How now my it makes sense. Because I was hands. like, damn, what type of female are you dating? <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking the whole time. And then you went to the next, the, the second yeah, verse with so, the suicide. And yeah. Like so it's like, it, it, again, it is, it, is, it is a relationship breakup. But it was, again, it was something that was so sudden mm. and so out of the blue oh yeah and the kind of the song is kind of in a sense that's like 
if someone like me mm. can can push through and break through barriers like that, mm. like you, you're good. Like you can do, you, you, like it's, the pain doesn't last forever. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like hard times don't last, hard men do. Mm. It's like, it's a cliche, of course, it's a bit <laughs> dead, but that's not in any of my songs. Don't worry. But <laughs> yeah, it's more a case of like, you're not going to hear these kind of things because it's, it's more than just about being a soldier. It's about mm. mental health awareness. Right, so right. Saying, and I've had people message me on Instagram and been like, yo, this song stopped me from jumping off a bridge. Mm. And that, that's like, that hits hard. Right. So no pressure. <laughs> but like, you know, and I've had people come to me and say that and, and actually genuinely say that and be, and be grateful for what I've done in respect to, I suppose, make myself vulnerable. Mm. in a sense that I've put out music and it's been like conscious and you know relatable right do you know what I'm saying so it's like yeah Confessions of a Soldier is is just like it's versatile it doesn't yeah. just apply to somebody that's been in the army exactly yeah it just covers a whole range of like mental health awareness stuff mm. and it was really easy to write I wrote that in about 15 minutes oh wow because well, I didn't take much thought. <laughs> just it like, was I've just been so there. real. It was yeah. just a real thing. I just put my thoughts down on a piece of paper and made the words right. Mm. So as simple as that. Like, and it was a case of that if that can change someone's life, mm. like I'd rather have, I'd rather have five million streams on mm. a song that changes a hundred lives rather than fifty million streams on a song that doesn't change anyone's. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like I would much rather impact people around me and pe- impact people and make lives a little bit better. In a world where everyone's so set on tearing each other apart, it doesn't right. sound like such a bad idea to put a little piece of it back together. Definitely. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's what Confessions did, and Confessions did good numbers, and it and, it, and it I did. had I had good people, I had you know good good feedback from people that were obviously struggling or obviously in a difficult place. So it was good, yeah. Awesome. So let's move into a little bit of. Uh Part of my French. That was Part like very simple, very, very fun, simple, very short. Track. Yeah, two minutes, right? Two mm-hmm. minutes long, and it, it, that's what's really crazy as well. That was the first single I put out. Oh yeah, in twenty nineteen, right? Yeah, in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen? Damn. Was it towards the end of twenty eighteen or? Yeah, it was towards the twenty eighteen. I can't remember. I might have been twenty eighteen. Damn. I put it out with my friend Yuri, and I connected with him through someone else that I met ran briefly. It was just, actually a clever song too, by the way. Thank you. I like thank that. you. Um, but yeah, Imagine it was. That was just an experimental thing. I went into the studio with him and heard his production. Mm. I was like, there's only one way I can do this. <laughs> there's only one way I can do this. Cruddy. <laughs> and we went in, we made a song, we put it out and yeah, it did all right. It did fun. It did fine. Yeah. It was good. And it was, it was, um, I enjoyed making that song. That was a fun mm. song to make because it was like, we didn't take nothing too seriously. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was fun. We made part of my French and then we made Confessions of a Soldier together. Yuri's, Yuri's on on um on sings the hook on confessions. Mm. So that was like a little icebreaker into me and Yuri. We made wow. a little friendship and then I said I went to him, I was like, look, this is a concept I got for a song. I want you to do the hook. He was like, oh bro, 100 percent So we just like had a little bit of a fun with the first song, part of my French. Um and again I had a lot of people that were like, that was fun, man. No, I dig that. Sure. And I performed it live a couple of times um all around like over the world. Like I performed it in Tokyo. How's the reception with that? Do you know what? Tokyo was actually mad because I didn't realize I had fans in Tokyo. I probably got more fans in Tokyo than I do anywhere else. <laughs> no, I've never been there once <laughs> for three days. <laughs> but yeah, it was good, man. I, I, I did. A, um, I closed out a fashion show, mm. and then the client was like, "Look, we know we put you to do two songs, but do you mind doing a third one? Mm. Because 
like people have come from all over the country to come see you. I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, try to play it down. You get me? I was like, <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Like, bring them on. Yeah, yeah, let 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 them in. Yeah, yeah. But it was a vibe, and and everyone was like, come to me. Obviously, I didn't really understand much of what was being said because yeah. I'm not, I don't speak Japanese. Right. But there was like a translator, and then every he, he came to me. He's like, oh yeah, part of my French. She likes part of my French. Yeah, she likes part of my French. Oh, he like part of my French. Right. I was like, okay, cool. So it's like it's obviously been around, mm. and people obviously vibe to it. And I've seen, I've had, I've had people send me videos of like DJs playing it in clubs. And yeah, I was like, that's definitely a club song for yeah. sure. And I performed it in up and down a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Um, but it went off. Everyone yeah. was good. Everyone was impressed. Everyone was like, that's a good song. I had, sure. I, had, I had two guys from Brooklyn come up to me, and I was just, I was just with my girl and my, my roommate afterwards. She goes, was that you on the mic? I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. They were like, oh. Shit. That's what's up. I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it was you get a vibe. Love. <laughs> yeah, I get love from people. That's the funny thing as well. Like, people have been real accepting and like real, mm. like real welcoming here as well. Right. Yeah, I've had like some good, some good, um, some good people come around and like encourage me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like people have been like, I don't know whether they think like, right, he needs all the help he can get, but <laughs> <laughs> but like people have been like real, like welcoming and, and humbling and, mm. and and just they've really accepted me as. Just, I guess, music. Definitely. Uh, it's, yeah, so that's good. So when are we getting an EP from you? Well, or multiple projects, multiple singles? What are we doing the manager. Here? No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, sure. so <clears throat> there is something in the plan right now. Something in the, in the works right now. Because I'd like to see and hear more music from you because you will just see those three. A lot more stuff. Right, awesome. uh, a lot more stuff. Because it's, it's again, it's like... Um, We've, I've been experimenting with lots of different stuff. Mm. I've made, I've made a a, a a trappy hood type song, okay, and which is in part of my French. Okay. Some more similar stuff like that. I've made well, as you know, plenty of freestyles, right? There's loads of that stuff in the in the in the in the in the vault, right? Um, and now we're doing some some we're doing some stuff that's going to be a lot more sort of fun, where you can just sort of enjoy your summer, you know, enjoy your enjoy your fall. And, and have some fun with the people around you and, and, and listen to Babyface James while you do it. And, you know, I want to keep the versatility open. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm influenced by a lot of different stuff and not just music as well. Like I've always said, like if you think about influence too much and you focus on everything else, you're not really focused on what you're doing mm. and who you want to be. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So like influence is something that obviously is there, but focus on what makes you happy and focus on what you want. What makes you happy is likely going to make a lot of other people happy. Right. So, yeah, just making sure that the the stuff we put out is for everyone rather than just like a select few people. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So this is my favorite part of the show. It's called Five Fast Facts, but you got to be quick. And I, I quick. Think, I think you. I think you're quick with it. I think you can. Off the be. dome. So anything you want your fans to know about you that you're comfortable with? Well, I, about you that they don't know. About me that they don't know. That they don't know. <sighs> Are you going to ask questions? Or just no, you spit just five bars. spit it. Spit Hot five fire. bars. Dylan, 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 go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Take a little bit of the devil's juice right quick. <laughs> Tell you what, if you put me on blast like this, I'm going to do this slang thing with you in a minute. Oh, let's do it. Bring London to New York, baby. Let's see if I remember. All right, five fast facts. Yeah. I am... Oh, this is difficult, you know. <laughs> this is difficult. If you ask me to spit a 64, it'd be all right. No, I'm joking, not really. We will next time. Yeah, okay, cool. So I'll have time to prep 64 bars for you then. <laughs> I will tell you when, though. Okay. All right, cool. So fact number one, boom. Um, 
I'm a Libra. Okay. But I don't really know what that means. <laughs> okay. If I'm real honest with you, I don't really know that stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. One fact that people might find very extraordinary is yeah, I was in the military. Yeah, I was 15 minutes early to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I am, More than 15 I am the laziest person in the mornings you would ever imagine. Really? I am the worst morning person. I'm even worse than Rich. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I'm even worse than Rich. We got to see this one day. Even worse than Rich. My, honestly, I you, my girlfriend gets up and goes to work every single morning. And, you just and I'm just, and she comes home tired and I'm just like, fair one. <laughs> like, I've been in bed till midday. Like, yeah, all right, it's all good. <laughs> uh, what's that? Is that one fact? Or is that That's two? two. That's two facts. <sighs> Damn. I thought I'd nailed it with those two. Oh, no, the hell you did. I thought I could talk it out. I thought I could just long it out. I thought I could long it out and you wouldn't say today. nothing. Damn. All right, cool. Go, All right, I've got a good one for you. Ready for this? Go. This is a funny one. This is good. I tried to do stand-up comedy once. <laughs> no one laughed. <laughs> I promise you. Really go on no stage, one laughed. Like no one like laughed. My whole crickets. family came to watch. It was the worst day of Wait, my your life. Your family didn't even give you a pity laugh. Nothing. Wow. Where I was even, this at? I see my uncle like this. I see my uncle. Oh, I was like, oh, shh, shh. Why did you just walk off the stage? I did eventually. I wouldn't stay there. Are you mad? <laughs> no way. I tried. I can't remember what my jokes were. They were stupid jokes as well. I remember asking people, like, these good jokes. They were like, no. <laughs> uh, they were like, no. Some. They were like, I remember going and. <laughs> I remember being in the car. My aunt was like, I don't know. Like, are your jokes that good? Like,. <laughs> Did you practice them before you got there? Yeah, no? in front of them, and they didn't laugh then either. Oh my God. I thought it was a good idea. It was so dead. And I did it in a pub as well. It was an open mic night. Jesus. No one laughed. I thought, I ain't got a career in this. I gave it like, oh. I, I mean, I definitely didn't try again, innit? Like, you know, them ones where people say, like, oh, yeah. Like, just, you know, you can't, hurt, like, you're only as good as your worst failure type. You know, them like inspirational yeah. jokes that are stupid. That was, there's no coming back from that. <laughs> no, there's not after But that. watch soon, innit? I'll, I'll, I'll be collecting a Grammy or something and then there'll be like 56 people that were in the pub that night like, oh, <laughs> that f guy, he's not funny at all. But at least you got a Grammy. I wish I could remember, yeah, <laughs> I wish I could remember the jokes that I tried to tell. They were just so Maybe, bad. Maybe, nah, I might not be good if they didn't laugh. I don't think we gonna laugh either. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. What's that, free, yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, I'm scared of the, I'm scared of, um, I'm scared, I'm like proper scared of the supernatural. Oh, I thought you were going to say the dark. <laughs> uh, I thought that's what you were going to say. I was like, you well, gotta be kidding me. Well, luckily, luckily. Nah, I am too. I, I don't Luckily, me. like we, we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> nah, before I got here, I was, I was Googling the sage really <laughs> invite oh. demons in. <laughs> you mad? Invite demons in. Someone said that last night on social media, so I got freaked out, so I didn't want to Google it last night. So I was like, let me Google it. You waited 15 time. minutes before you come on at me here to Google demons in that. <laughs> oh my and God. And I wanted to clear my search engine because I didn't want nobody to see that. Just hold it to the world, away. Julia. Oh my gosh. Well, you brought it up. You just oh my gosh. Yeah, the supernatural, the dark. Obviously, where we like where we live in that now, we we don't have curtains on our on our windows, innit? Oh, no. We don't. We just never got around to putting them up. So, like, it's not really that dark in the crib. So, it's all right. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, like I do that thing. Like if I'm downstairs and I have to turn all the lights off, I run upstairs in <laughs> case someone catches me. No, no one's there. I don't hang my. I don't like hanging my feet off the edge of the bed if, because it, <laughs> because of the monsters under the bed. You know, no one's there. Obviously, if I do, I have to wear Why socks. Why you keep talking? I'm more embarrassed if I, because I realize if I do, if I if I do hang my socks feet over there, I have to wear socks. I'm not a dickhead. You know, no one's there. Oh, he's fucking. Bad, isn't it? Yeah, you got me sweating over here. Oh, I'm embarrassed. It's bad. <laughs> I do the same too because I can't me, do it's, it. It's real. It's real. It's Making fun of me for being scared of the dark and you're absolutely the same as me. Demons are real. Trust me, Demons they are. are real. In all shapes and sizes and forms. Oh my God. Real talk. Someone told me a ghost story once. I couldn't sleep for a week. My mum was pissed. She phoned the school. I was like, I want this kid punished. I've been up all week Yo. with my son crying because someone told crying me a ghost too. story about faces coming up in the floor or something. Like, <laughs> It was whack. It was whack. <laughs> My mum was vexed. She was not a happy camper. <laughs> she was pissed. Not the faces coming. It's pissed. So if you went to the bathroom, oh, it was the bathroom in the you know in that plastic floor stuff you get in the bathroom. Yes. Apparently, I remember the story like it was yesterday. This kid said they watched something on TV and there was dead people buried under the under the floor and the faces came up. I was shook. I was scared. I'm you know. Sorry. Nah, it's all good. All right, what we got for number five? Because I'm gonna get stuck on. <laughs> uh, number five. Um, um, I'm a real homebody. Right. I don't like going out to the club. Same. I don't like going out to the club. We're we're real homebodies in our house. Like my girl comes in from work. See, see, when before my girlfriend moved to New York, she was very much the party girl. She moved to New York, and now she's like the homebody. <laughs> we just stay at home We don't really go out Damn We don't go out and That's good though Yeah well we went like, she, So she went back to her um, To her uh, Her family home in Oklahoma For Christmas uh, Sorry for her birthday And then me and my uh, roommate Mitchell Was like, like Boys week <laughs> And then I was there We went to the club <sighs> That was a mistake man <laughs> I was in bed the next morning I FaceTimed him from the next room Aww. I was like boys week was a bad idea bro Man down <laughs> like a man down like I can't I can't hack it and it I just don't know like obviously I've done a lot of partying obviously you have to be 18 to go out right. and drink in London and in England so like I've been doing it since I was like 16 damn so it's like do you know what I'm saying like I grow out of that quite quick don't get me wrong I like a tear up every now and then but I just I, I couldn't think of anything worse than being in the club right it's dark as well you know scared of the dark so <laughs> and dark them dark rooms with better people and then the, with the demons in the corner yeah I mean it, it's different if I'm performing then 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 you know heads will roll but right obviously yeah it's I would much rather be in ho at home you know pajamas and that <laughs> Love Island no you stupid yeah you know the ones that Love Island well I'd rather not watch Love Island I'd rather watch paint dry but you know <laughs> anything at home is much better than being you know you know, uh, out cold, right. waiting for cabs. Dead that. I feel you. Yeah. Before we start this, like, but no, oh. no, no, we're doing the slang thing. I'm gonna give you five. All right, all right. I'm gonna give you five slang words. All right, let me see if I remember. I didn't even prep for this, so so obviously, yeah. Just let's see. Take a little sip of my yak. Ah, um, let me see if I can remember. Okay, so peak. Fast to say, that's so peak. I'm going to say, because the way you were using it earlier, sounds like a uh, hype, like our version of hype. It means bad. Bad? Well, like, that's peak. Like, that's so dead. Like, oh my God, I just got hit by a car. That's so peak. You would say peak after Yeah, that's peak. Like, you, just, uh, you just got hit by a car. Damn. That's peak for you, bro. All right, all right. Okay, so I'm trying to think of another one. Give me a good one. Um, 
Hopefully an easy one. All right, cool. Uh, all right, if I was to call, okay, what is this item? All right. Okay. An item is uh, a swammy. What's a swammy? Swammy? Yeah. It's not a diaper, is it? <laughs> like a nappy? No, no. Nah, nah. That's a nappy, yeah, a swammy. <laughs> No, I don't know what a swammy is. It's a firearm. A fire. So why would I know that? I know nothing about guns. <laughs> I know nothing about guns. A swammy is American a or UK. Big swammies. Big swammies. Oh, wait, I actually have heard that before. But Big I'd... swammies. All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm zero um, for two right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm zero for two. I'm, it's difficult because a lot of stuff now is translated over. It's, it's come over the pond. Mm. That's dead, you know. I can't believe a lot of the, 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 the music is still... Back in the UK Hasn't yeah. crossed over as much But a lot of the yeah. has I, I was going to ask you about that But we'll talk about that A little bit after the show Okay so, right. What you got for Three for me Number three uh, uh, What's Skrilla Skrilla Yeah Actually I don't know I'm t- I really don't know I- I'll give you another word For that Peas Peas Like peed off Nah Skrilla It's an it's a, it's a item I don't know. Or many items. The groceries? Is money. Oh, mo- I don't even know that. That must be that hood Wonga lingo. Spondulies. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hood, lingo. hood lingo. That's hood, yeah. If I said to my mom... Only know like the white stuff in the UK. The white stuff. Yeah, like, like a fag. Like, yeah, fag. That's bad. <laughs> when you say to someone out here, I'm going to go smoke a fag, everyone's like, raw. Yeah. What? You're going to kill some, like, Yeah, know. but that's, that's some hate crime. I know crime. This- this is it one. this way or this way? This way, right? That's that's that's, that's like doing this. Yeah, yeah this Up is like yours. this. This is like this. <laughs> but yeah, England, England, England's good. Um, I've got one, one, one more thing. Mm, yeah. Um, Garms. Garms. I have no idea. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You're gonna be really gonna be zero for five. Yeah, because you said all the hood. Like, Garms are clothes. Garments. Oh. Oh, garments. See, I didn't understand what you were saying. It's a thinker. You said, I thought you were saying gums, like G-U-M-S. That's my dead ass accent. <laughs> you can't translate for you. No, I can't. Speak slowly into the microphone. Yeah. Next time, Speak please. Speak slowly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Babyface James, thank you so much for stopping by. I'm Julian Van so Speaker. Babyface James, keep thank it locked. Let us know what's good. See you very soon on all platforms. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>